You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Coach Barry Sanderson, it's time to take you inside the locker room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. And good morning and welcome into Tuesday edition of Inside the Locker Room. Phone number is always 205-342-9904. Love to have you. Get in on the show with us this morning, Iron Bowl week. Uh, so we'll talk, try to talk a little Iron Bowl uh, with you this morning. We also got Kevin Skarbinski at the out- bottom of the hour. We can talk all uh, sports with Kevin. Uh, Twitter account at Locker Room 109, at Barry Sanderson, at Wimp Sanderson 1. Email for the show is Wimp and Barry at Yahoo.com. Of all the colors, guys, yellow is the most important, at least when it comes to building outdoors. No matter what the project is this season, whether it be a pier, deck, fence, be sure to head to your local Yellowwood dealer. Pressure-treated pine from Great Southern Yellowwood offers the best protection against rot, fungal decay, and termite attack. And so no wonder Yellowwood is the brand of choice by uh, for building outdoors. If you're going to build it, build it right. Head to your local dealer and get the best for your next outdoor project. And always remember, if it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, you don't want it. With that being said there, I'll bring Dad in. Good morning, Dad. How are you this morning? I'm doing okay. Uh, I want to thank Jimmy Rain for what he does for us. Without uh, Jimmy, uh, we would be hurting a little bit and appreciate all he has done, all he's done for me, really. So he's been a good friend for a long time. And the product that Barry is mentioning is a terrific, terrific product. product. I saw it. First hand uh, being being uh, formed when I was down there. LSU beat uh, Illinois State. Good win for LSU uh, in basketball last night, seventy-seven sixty-one. Um, Arkansas knocked off a pretty weak no, uh, team. No, was music was still playing. Not now. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, did, what, did they hear what I said about Jimmy? Yeah. 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 We heard. Um, that. Arkansas. Um, Arkansas beat a team uh, in Louisville that's uh, certainly not very good, struggling like Dickinson, but they won that game in, in the Maui Classic. By the way, Ohio State got beat by San Diego last night in that same Classic. Uh, UAB beat South Florida 80-65, and UAB will play Georgia today at 3 o'clock. So you might want to tune that in if you're interested in watching UAB play. And uh, I think one of the big wins, really, uh, last night was this Mississippi State team. Uh, they go in, and they beat uh, Marquette. Heck of a win, 58-55, and a close one. As I've mentioned, uh, Georgia uh, beat uh, St. Joseph 66-53 to take their game to play UAB. Ohio State, has said, got beat. Uh, those are really on the score. There are several games uh, today uh, that you can watch. Georgia and UAB at three. Auburn plays Bradley, and Arkansas plays Creighton. Uh, in the Maui Classic. 49ers won last night, 38-10. Um, they played that game in Mexico. I guess that's okay. Uh, Hendon Hooker is out for the year. They've had some internal problems besides injuries that I won't get into at Tennessee. Shane Lyons, who uh, worked for Greg or with Greg or a friend of Greg's and worked at Alabama from 2011 to 2015 and was the athletic director at West Virginia. Things didn't go great there football-wise. wasn't his fault. 
and uh, he's coming back to the university and work uh, in a very uh, big capacity uh, as assistant athletic director. Uh, football schedule, as most of you, I'm sure, understand. The two, the two outsiders, according to what happens uh, in these games, the two outsiders for the Final Four would be Southern Cal and LSU. Uh, you, you, I, I doubt anybody else has a shot at that. LSU were to beat Georgia, they'd certainly be considered. And if USC goes on and wins their game against Notre Dame, and somebody will take the place of the loser of Michigan and Ohio State, I think. I wouldn't wouldn't swear to it, but I think that. Uh, on Friday morning, uh, I'm going to give you a double blue plate. I'm trying to check on one team whether they have a kid hurt or not. But uh, I'm going to give a double plate. Double blue plate on that, um, and that's it for me. All right, double blue plate Friday. So no, no show tomorrow or Thursday. So he will be up uh, taking that time that he's normally on the show, Aiden, to study, and not only one blue plate but a double blue plate. All right, uh, all right. Last night, um, Joe. Sokoloff, who writes for Mississippi State, sports director covering yep. Mississippi State, he comes out with a tweet saying that Lane, them have agreed to terms and uh, it will be announced on Friday. So now Lane goes to Twitter, uh, defuting it, and then he makes up yep. some story about uh, John going to some other TV station or something along the line. So he's up all night playing on Twitter. Here's my question to you, Dad. And I know I'm going to sound old school here, but and I know what your answer will be. I think you'll agree with me. Uh, this guy needs to be working on the egg bowl. Uh, you know, he's working for Ole Miss right now. He doesn't need to be up playing on Twitter, trying to be cute. He, he, so he's trying to think of the next thing that he can come back with. I just don't know, man. Are you going to invest ten million guy, ten million dollars a year on a guy that acts like this? Uh, he just, I do. You do. Uh, I, I I agree with. You. I, I do. I know. I know. I know. He. I know he's not like you think he is when you get him. I can tell you that for sure. You. You got to. You got to deal with a guy every day. But uh, I'm a little bit along the lines that you're talking about. I. I think. I think yes. Um, he is very very fortunate that there is a transfer portal. Now, not that he won't get some outstanding players uh, as freshman kids um, if he if he hires a good staff, but he is very very fortunate that there's a transfer portal because he can get Auburn back pretty quick. And as I, Jimmy and I talked about uh, a month ago, the most important thing is to get players back at Auburn that can win for you, and he can do that. Um, whether he the the main thing that he wants, Barry is that he wants to be able to walk in and tell people what they are going to do, not what he wants to do, he, he, well, that, that, not what he wants them to consider. If I want a new weight room, if I want a new this, if I want to hire this guy a lot more money than they've been hiring the others, then I, I, I want him hired. And he wants all autonomy over the deal, and he wants to be like Nick Saban in that particular case. And to close out, to close out what you said, uh, I would imagine Jimmy Sexton has said, "Here is the offer that Auburn is giving you." I don't think he's talked to John. Here is the offer that's Auburn giving you. They're giving you for ten years, ten million, whatever it is. 
and you need to decide pretty quickly what you need to tell me pretty quickly what you're going to do because I got to tell John what you're going to do, and that's where it stands. It's going to but uh, but and once again we're going to agree, so it's not going to be good radio. <laughs> I, I don't mind going to Miami, Florida, and handing a serious guy like Nick Saban the keys. I'm going to hand him the keys and say, tell me what you got to have. But I'm not sure I'm going to hand the keys to my house and everything that I've built over time to Lane Kiffin, a guy well, who's up playing on Twitter. Trying, I mean, he needs to be getting ready. for. Why is he even looking at Twitter? He needs to be well, getting ready for the egg. But he's got his butt handed to him by Arkansas. Uh, so, you know, he's loving all this. I just don't think I'm going to hand him the keys to my program. I just, in, the, go ahead. in the comparison that you have just given, Mal Moore uh, handed the keys to several people, and the keys weren't any good. <laughs> yeah, uh, the keys the keys failed. The keys were based on recommendation. Uh, the keys not were not able to get uh, somebody to understand what they needed to do in the city of Tuscaloosa to be sure that people liked him. Uh, so the keys weren't that good for Mal. Uh, but when he knew that there was one key that opened the door, and he knew that uh, there was a chance. He didn't go down there and stay a day and turn around and come back. He went down there and stayed until they got him on the airplane and got him back there. And he gets a lot of credit for that. But there were some keys handed to the wrong person to start with. Now, whether this is, Auburn doesn't need to make another mistake, and I'm not saying they're going to. My first question to to Jimmy Sexton, if I'm Auburn talking to Jimmy Sexton, uh, trying to get Lane Kiffin, that's what he's, that they're doing is that um, we can't afford for him to come here and go to the NFL in two years. And he has jumped from from the NFL in Southern Cal to Tennessee to, to Florida Atlantic to Ole Miss. It's a joke, and we can't, we can't have that. And, of course, people use that against him. So um, I'm like you. I think, I think he, he's 3-0 and against Mike Leach. I think that's correct. And uh, he hasn't lost. And uh, they're playing at Ole Miss, and if I had to guess, I'd say he'd probably win this one, uh, regardless of what kind of work he does. Now, whether that, I don't personally think that that will be announced Thursday night. I think Auburn will have more respect for their game with Alabama and with their coach that they like so much, who, who really won't be a candidate unless they were to beat Alabama twenty-five to nothing. Um, um, I, I just think it'll be uh, it'll be after the game, and I'm going to call Jimmy and find I, out. I disagree. Okay, I think they'll go Friday for what you just said. Because if somehow Auburn were to beat Alabama, then you you get another groundswell to hire Cadillac. Hire, we need to hire Cadillac, and it would turn into a racial situation possibly uh, if you don't. I think you got to go ahead and hire Lane, and just for fear that he may beat Alabama. I don't. I don't. And the groundswell would be. We you found something different, though. We found something different, though. Right. I don't think. I don't think. I think that they they have the uh, John has the respect for the. Uh, they're not going to beat Alabama. It may be twenty-one to twenty, twenty something. They ain't going to beat Alabama. I'm telling you that right, All right now. Let me ask you this: They're gonna gamble with that. Now it could turn into a racial deal, as you as you probably know. Your buddy, your friend Dion, is talking to South Florida and Colorado. 
those two schools are, are showing interest in him. Now, whether he would take those jobs or not, I don't know. Could could Lane Kiffin? Because right now he's being a smart aleck. He my, always is. In my opinion, he's being a smart aleck. Yeah. Could could he between now and Saturday? Could he turn the people off at Auburn so much to where he's acting like a little child playing on Twitter, where he's such a smart aleck that they say, you know what, let's let's don't do this. I, I like I wouldn't. <laughs> If I were Jimmy Rain, if I were John Cohen, I honestly wouldn't feel good about it by the way he's acting. Yeah. Could he be a smart ele- and smart ele- yeah. his way out of this job? But he could, but here's what he's going to do, Barry. Uh, because he is, he does not like defense, and he's not a defensive guy. He is going to Texas A&M, and he is going to hire the defensive coordinator that left him at Ole Miss. D.J. Durkin. Yeah, D.J. Durkin, and he's going to get D.J. to come back. D.J. was on his own on weak ground there. I think DJ's very good. Um, I think he's a good good football coach, and he's tough on them, and he makes them behave. And he will get DJ, and he will take DJ uh, to Auburn with him, and that would be the first move right there. That's the first thing he's going to tell Jimmy Sexton and whoever else he's talking to. I, I've got to pay. Hey, y'all, DJ's salary's got to be thus and such. And uh, so uh, now – I don't know, Barry. Uh, let me say this in the right right way because he's so nice to us, you and I. I don't know if John Cohen, uh, he will understand that, that what, what, what Lane wants. But he will also understand that behind the scenes he's in charge. And that, to me, uh, that's just the way John Cohen is. And it is a little bit, uh, you know, he hires a basketball coach at Mississippi State, does darn well. Uh, the football things struggle a little. Um, he's going to be, I hear you, you got the, you know, you got the reins for the football program. But I have to run this through Dr. Roberts, by the way, folks. Uh, Dr. Roberts hired me, and I got it. it won't be Jimmy Rain if I'll be Dr. Roberts. So, could Will Muschamp be a possibility of the defensive coordinator? I, I would imagine DJ turned to that. He could. So, you think DJ is his first choice? I would think he might be because he was with him before, unless he got unless he got ill will. I would think Muschamp. Did. You know, he's aggressive. Yeah, uh, he knows the Saban way that whatever, and he's a, he's very connected in recruiting um, his defense. And he's the guy you could turn it over to and not worry about it. He's sitting over there at Georgia, not as the coordinator. I don't know. I well, just threw his name. His, thing, his biggest thing is to hire the coaches that he feels like have their fingers in their hands all the time in the transfer portal. Yeah. So that's where he's going to go. Now, is he going to fight Alabama for some? Yeah, but Alabama doesn't go, you know, he's going to go into Georgia. He's going to be a new face. Georgia and Florida will get some. Alabama will get few. Uh, old, uh, South Carolina will get one or two. You know, it'll be drained, and uh, and so he'll get he'll get. You know, he'll he just got to have guys that recruit deep down in his heart. He don't care for recruit. Nobody does really, but they they make out like they do. But they you know, as far as going in homes and glad hating people and. Bullcrapping with a mama and telling us little sister how cute she is. 
uh, they don't go. <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll take this break. Uh, if you guys want to call in, chime in on that, 205-342-9904. Two-minute truck out at 1330 Martin Road East. That's where you go pick up your boxes, your packing supplies, whatever you need to make this a smooth move. It's local, out of town, out of state. Let the professionals handle it. Give them a call today for the free estimate, 205-247-5050. It's two-minute truck movers who care. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we do have a wreck. This is at Gate 1 out at Mercedes. Really got traffic snarled out there getting into the plant. If you see other conditions this morning that folks need to hear about, just give me a call, 205-886-8886. The Black Friday sales event is underway now at Townsend Nissan. Super deals, discounts, and top dollar on your trade. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good Tuesday morning. A formal autopsy blames heart disease for the death of Glenn Foster Jr. He's the former NFL player who died in custody of the Pickens County Sheriff's Department almost a year ago. The 31-year-old had been arrested after a high-speed chase that led to several crashes. He later died after being transported to Northport DCH following an altercation with another inmate at the Pickens County Jail. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more local news, sports, and weather coverage. It's free. Don Hartley Townsquare media tuscaloosa no one covers alabama football better than 95.3 the bear and tide 100.9 we are the flagship home of alabama football each game day dc and matt four coaches took to the radio and tv airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure treated pine yellow wood it is the very very best why because all the coaches said yellow wood pressure treated pine protects against bug termite and weather decking Fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. We'll forecast a mixture of clouds and sunshine today with only a small chance of a shower. The high 61 for tonight, mostly fair with the low at 37. And the warming trend continues tomorrow. The sky partially sunny, the high at 68 degrees. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 46 degrees in Tuscaloosa. The flagship station for Alabama Crimson Tide football. Alabama touchdown. Only on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Go to yellowwood.com to find the dealer closest to you when you want to build the five-star backyard. You want to use pressure-treated pine from Great Southern if it doesn't have the yellow tag on it. You don't want it. All right, Alabama dad currently a 22-point favorite. I think this quarterback for uh, Auburn is pretty one-dimensional. He can run. I don't think he's a very good uh, thrower. Uh, Defensively, Auburn is okay. Cadillac. You know, at the end of the day, he beat a bad Texas A&M team, a good win. Uh, they are more excited. He's got them playing harder. He's got the fan base rejuvenated, although I don't know if they'll be showing up here uh, to get tickets. By the way, I need tickets. If anybody wants to give me any, um, you can call Aiden and tell me where I can pick those up. But uh, what is Auburn 
need to do, uh, try to maybe try to keep it close the first half and get into a second half game. Uh, what, what does Auburn have to do here to keep this thing close and have a chance to win in the fourth quarter? I think come, I think you come in and play fast. I think I think they play as fast as they can to try to get you know. I think I think it hurts Alabama to play fast, and I think they can play fast. Uh, I don't think the quarterback is just what you called. But I wouldn't be surprised. You know, naturally, I, the, the best thing for them to do would be to hold on to football as much as long as they can. But you can do, you can play fast and hold on to football. And uh, I think that's, you know, that's the best opportunity. Uh, you know, it, it, in their in their dressing room, it's this this these kinds of words. Nobody thinks we can win. They're making fun of me, uh, of us. This guy said this. And this guy said that. Nobody thinks we can win. Uh, let's win this one for your mothers and your daddies and your uncles and your aunts and let's show people that kind of that kind of stuff will go in the Auburn dressing room and the Alabama dressing room. Uh, it'll be it will be you know the importance of the of, of the game and uh, let's get this thing on, on the right track and play a little bit. I don't know what I don't know what to, I'm not sure what it'll be. I, I'm not I'm not sure Barry. That coach has figured out this team yet? <laughs> I don't think he has. And, 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 and I'm talking about folks. I'm talking about mentally. Yeah. I don't know that he's that he's he's figured out this team now. I'm hoping that uh, Aiden can can get uh, there's a clip of of Willie and uh, and Bryce not giving any, out any information as to whether they're going to play in a bowl game. And um, I think I would like to, and we've got that taped up, I think, for the second hour. And I think that we will be able to get a feel for the way they express themselves um, in that. And I have a feeling that, uh, I I don't have a feeling, I don't know, because I hadn't heard it, but probably they might not. So I I don't think Coach has got a real feel. I think he scratches his head, and I scratch mine. As to the, the penalties that Alabama gets, um, that that are just, uh, I, I guess you would say unnecessary. Um, and when you when you lose Gibbs as a running back, um, you have the other kid, he's a Jay Chase, where his name is a good player, but you just don't have a stable of them. And um, the, the best teams are the teams that run the football well. And then pass off the run, and Alabama has basically run off the pass, and um, defense has been okay. Yeah, I don't think he's figured this team out. Uh, I think he's tried to push every button. I think he's, I think he's probably almost ready for this season to be over. I think uh, he probably is. <laughs> sometimes you just so you know, and they're nine and two, uh, so he hadn't suffered too bad. But uh, no, he hadn't. But he probably does because he he didn't. He wants to win a certain way. He doesn't yeah. want to win with mistakes and fumbles and guys getting hit by punts and uh, stupid penalties. Yeah, and hit, that, that that the way that they're winning, I think, probably keeps him up at night. Well, isn't it amazing that Barry and I are sitting here in our places talking about a team where the expectations were to win the national championship along with Ohio State. And the expectations were on a missed field goal. Uh, fortunate on the other three games, but on on a, on a missed field goal, um, and uh, on a extra point that maybe could have been kicked. And 
they're that close to being in the final four, yet the expectations are they should be there and everybody's disappointed. So the expectations for Alabama are not reached. And if you if you have them this high, that high, and you and you're feeling like you're going to win the national championship, you can't go anywhere. You can't go anywhere but the final four. I mean, that, that's where you're supposed to go, and they ain't going there. Yeah, I just I don't think they played well. And then when I turn the page, say, all right, what we got, what we got next year? And you just don't see anything there that really excites you for next year. Uh, you don't know about the quarterback. You're losing uh, Bryce. You're losing some guys there, Will Anderson. And so you're, and you're looking at the receivers you got and saying, okay, nobody really excites me there. Uh, we're about to run it. And so I, that would be my biggest worry is will they be able to even keep it at this level next year? It looks to be heading – Unless they just go straight portal, but good lord, you hope with all those guys that they're signing that they develop these guys and they uh, they get better. All right, let's tell them about uh, where you got Samantha there. She's got a uh, great yeah, she's vet to take laying care of. Right here right. by me. Where, yeah. where do you uh, take her? Yeah, I just mentioned right now a constant companion animal hospital. Hey y'all, if you want fifty percent off on your first visit, you need to go by there. That they're, they're at uh, the, the Narrows on Highway Two Eighty. And uh, they're really good people, they're very smart guys, and they got a brand new place there. Two zero five six three five zero three one three. May have a sick cat. For all I know, may not be a dog. Two zero five six three five zero three one three. Constant companion. All right, Kevin Skarbinski will join us next. Let's tie to one hundred point nine and see home of Alabama sports. This is a Town Square Media Tide one hundred point nine sports update. This is Timothy Bowens with your Tide Sports Update. Bryce Young and Will Anderson have not committed to playing in the bowl game. Former Alabama receiver Jamison Williams is on the verge of returning. The Alabama women's basketball team fell to number 17 Utah in the Bahamas on Monday. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Chronic joint pain has a snowball effect. It's not just the pain. What that did is just make me depressed that I couldn't get back into the gym. And I was inactive, gaining weight. I- 100.9. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Yellowwood Pressure Treated Pine from Great Southern. You want to build? You want to build it to last? Go to yellowwood.com to find a dealer that is closest to you. All right, to the Yellowwood Hotline. He is the Director of Communications with the Coach Safely Program. Works right for the Birmingham League. He'll tell you about all that at the end of the segment. Kevin Skarbinski. Good morning, Kevin. Good morning. Good morning, guys. How are you? Uh, Good. Kevin, whenever there's a story... Uh, that's out there, and people think they know. I guess somebody always wants to be the first to break it. Uh, and you probably know this guy, John Sokoloff. I'm sure I just butchered his name. Uh, but uh, a Mississippi State writer tweets out last night breaking Ole Miss head coach Lane Kiffin plans to step down as the Rebels coach Friday and head to Auburn to become the Tigers' next head coach, according to sources. Sources say the Tigers haven't officially offered. Uh, the job to anyone yet? So Lane, so Lane to Auburn is happening. Story soon. Is that responsible to do that? I mean, this if it comes out he were wrong, which I don't think he is. But 
Should he do that right there? And then now Lane went to playing with him on Twitter. This kind of got to be silly, to be quite honest with you. Your thoughts on what John tweeted there? Well, first of all, yeah, I, I know of John. I don't know him personally. He's a, a television uh, sports reporter in uh, Columbus, Mississippi. I mean, yeah, Columbus, Mississippi, near Starkville. And I believe he was the first one to uh, to basically go out and say that John Cohen was going to be the Auburn Athletics Director. So that would lead me to believe he's got pretty good sources. And I would remind people that just because you don't know who a reporter's sources are doesn't mean they don't have sources. Right. So uh, I, I would be I would he- I hesitate to shoot down something from someone else unless I know to a pretty strong certainty that that's not correct. So I'll say that first. Is it responsible? Well, I mean, part of journalism is finding out stuff and telling people. Sure. Uh, that's at the heart of it. And if he feels confident that this is happening and he has you know, well-placed sources telling him that, then no, it's not irresponsible. It's his job. Right. And I can, I can relate to this because, you know, back in November of 2006, while Mike Shula was still the Alabama coach, I reported that Alabama was looking at high, looking at Nick Saban. And I got trashed. I got, I, even Jimmy Sexton, which is comical now in retrospect, <laughs> You know, uh, poked fun at at my initial report, and and I I never got off of that. And there was the there was the uh, you know interlude the Rich Rod Rich Rodriguez you know off ramp because some some higher ups at Alabama got nervous that if they waited for Saban he might say after the NFL season he might say no, and they didn't. And then who would they then who would they be able to hire? Uh, so that that blew up, of course, and that was to of for the eternal betterment of Alabama football and the University of Alabama. And then immediately went right back. To, I reported the very next day as the Rich Rod thing was blowing up that they were, they went back to Saban. And he said, he said something to the effect that uh, if they, if they'd listened to me in the first place, now he didn't talk to them personally, but he's through, through uh, intermediaries, shall we say, he let Alabama know if they'd listened to him in the first place, they wouldn't be in that mess. And he told his agent after Dolphins practice, that say, get me the effing job. And so, you know, and I reported that. And, and again, people laughed. And then when Nick Saban said, I'm not going to be the Alabama coach, they laughed some more. And then when I walked into that press conference introducing Nick Saban, I had the biggest smile I've ever had in my professional <laughs> career. All right. One more question before Dad jumps in. So he, he, he tweets that out. So Lane Kiffin decides he's going to be cute. And so he starts subtweeting, tweeting back, doing all these things. If I'm Ole Miss and I'm Auburn, I'm sitting here thinking this guy's got the egg bowl. He's got this game is important to us. Uh, we just laid an egg at Arkansas. Why is he playing on Twitter right now with this guy? Why is he even looking at Twitter? Why is he not getting ready for this football game? And I would have a hard time, honestly, handing a guy if what I hear is true, ten million a year, seven years, seventy million dollars that just plays around and jokes around like that. And not that he has to be Nick Saban. It just seems unprofessional to me for him to be acting like that on Twitter with such a big game just two days away. Yeah. You know, that's the, that's the full lane Kiffin experience, isn't it? Yeah. Part of his, 
part of his charm to some people is that he appears to not take himself or the sport of college football too seriously. And you know what? That's fine in a lot of uh, situations. But in this situation, to me, it comes off as immature yeah. and unprofessional and completely inappropriate. Because you are, in a sense, you're toying by, by doing what, you know, you don't have to say a word about these reports. But by toying with it the way he did, you're also toying with the emotions of two fan bases, two locker rooms of players, particularly your own. When you, as you said, your season's not over. You have a rather important game coming up in three days. <laughs> well, two days now. Uh, you know, so even if and, and you know, there's there's this myth. It's a myth. Look, there, guys work long hours. There's no question. They get to the office early. They they leave late. Uh, they grind. They grind. And in Alabama, they've grinded as hard or harder than anybody for a long time since Nick Saban got there. But they do have downtime. They have to, You have to unwind. You have to get away. Even if it's for a few minutes to check Twitter, what you don't have to do is respond. And I think that was a mistake on his part. And as much as, as we believe, uh, I believe from people that I know, that he has grown and matured. Uh, from at each stop where he's been as a coach, there is still part of him that apparently is never going to change. And I think it's wildly inappropriate in this case. Yeah, that. Well, in this particular case, money's important, but it is not the most important. The most important thing is the economy be the way it is at Alabama as far as walking in and saying, this is what I want. I want to pay this guy this, and, that's not, and I don't want any argument about it. John Cohen is the kind of guy who, um, for one one thing, he knows him somewhat because he's gone against him. And when you go against people, you don't really care for him. Um, but he knows him. I don't know how far John will go with that. Uh, I'm sure far enough if that's who they want, that's who they'll get. But it's a little bit of a – that's the little sticky part there that uh, – you, you see – People, the general public, don't do not know coaches uh, at all. They know what they think. They think that they don't smile. They think that they got a fun. They're funny. They think that they're this. They think that they're that, and they decide whether they like them or, dis, or dislike them. But, but they don't really know them. Now, when you are a reporter, and the reporters, to some degree, they know coaches. Uh, they know I was hard to deal with, and you know I was always mad about something, but whatever. But, you know, they either liked him or somewhat liked him or didn't like him at all, but the, but the general public doesn't. They just don't. And uh, they're going to be tricked. Uh, this guy is not a guy who is going to go in, into homes and and, and uh, hug the mother and tell the little girl how cute she is. Uh, he's going to go to the transfer report, which is fine. But you better get you. You better go. You better. You better be a recruiter, and get recruiting people to win. And he is different. I've been around him some. He's different than you think he is. He just. He just is. He's a different cat. Oh, you hit on. Well, there's a lot to unpack there, Wim. But you, you hit on several things there. And one is, yeah, coaches get reputations, and they may not be 100 percent accurate. Yeah. And the media, you know, the media paints those pictures 
And again, they may not be 100% accurate. Um, you know, for example, you know, I, and I don't know what this says about me, but I tended to be the people that I, I liked and respected as coaches and got along with the best uh, over time were people that were considered, like yourself, hardheads and hardasses. Uh, John Brady, Eddie Fogler. Um, I got along great with those guys. And, and not always, not always when you're, when you're in the heat of battle, not always when you're, you know, when you're coaching and, you know, we would have disagreements and, but what people didn't know about you is you would get mad and you would call me at six o'clock in the morning after you picked up the Birmingham news because you didn't like something I wrote. And we might end up, you know, yelling at each other and hanging up on each other. But, but Kevin, the next day, Kevin, I but, got yelled at that morning before he <laughs> called you. So thanks. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I've, sorry, sorry in the yeah. <laughs> yeah. sorry in the rearview mirror there, Barry. Well, for those I morning, really put, want to put myself in. I, 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 I just need to. Explain. But I know what, what you mean. To but, the, the general public. Well, no, Wim, let me finish. No, Wim, okay. let me finish. But what people don't know is the next day, if I came to your office, it we'd be fine. Yeah. And we would, you know, you did not hold, you know, with me, I mean, you, if you did, you didn't show it. I didn't think you held grudges. No, I, I think just, you said what you had to say in the moment and then you moved on. And that's why you didn't let your, you didn't let your frustration consume you. Some people do. Yeah. You didn't, you get, you let it out. <laughs> you didn't hold it. What was it? What was it that Shrek said on a different, as a weird analogy. What was it Shrek said on a different subject, better out than in. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what, yeah. that was you. Your anger, your frustration, whatever it came out. And, but, but you're right about Kiffin. What about Kiffin? Yeah, he is. He's somewhat of an introvert. Yeah, he's not a, a guy who's going to be out there. He, he is. Is it fair to say this? And you, you know him fairly well, like you said. Is it fair to say, for, as a personality, he may be the opposite of Bruce Pearl? Yeah. I mean, Bruce oh, sure. Pearl. I don't Bruce think Pearl it, could it, be, yeah, that's a good Bruce, analogy. Bruce Pearl there, could yeah. be mayor. Bruce Pearl could be mayor of Auburn for life. Yeah. If he walked away from coaching right now. He could be mayor of the Auburn nation for life, uh, you know, but he, so, and there's, but Bruce Pearl isn't always what you see publicly either. No. Uh, right. So, or what his reputation is. So, no. well, yeah, you, yeah, you, and you guys know that. So anyway, well, but it, yeah, it's going to be a deal. Opposite. Yeah. He's the polar opposite of Bruce Pearl. So but Auburn already, see, that's the thing people have said, get somebody like a U freeze who will embrace the Auburn traditions. He'll press the flesh. He'll kiss the babies like a politician. You don't need a football coach to do that. You got a basketball coach doing that. Well, you, you take John Cohen. John Cohen may say to him, "We got about fifteen big Auburn supporters coming over here to the house tonight. We well, need to come by there and visit." I can't. I, I, don't, I don't feel like coming by there and visit those guys. I've already talked to them enough. That's a kind of that little bitty thing like that. You know, I'm not coming over there to see those guys. I, I visited with them when I got the job. Um, that can happen. That yeah, can yeah. happen. But Kevin, when like you, if I'm Mal Moore. And I go to Miami, and I hand Nick Saban the keys to my program. I feel good about it. You know what? I, I feel good. And if it works, great. If it doesn't, I think I may. But, man, I don't know. I'm going to drive over to Oxford, Mississippi, and hang, hand Lane Kiffin the keys to my program. I drive back, and I feel dirty. I don't feel good about it. Uh, do you get the same feeling? Because how professional – Nick Saban is. I know he's not going to do anything stupid to embarrass me, the university, or our program. With Lane, you got no idea. I just wouldn't feel as good handing him the keys as I would. Yeah, Nick and I, I don't think the word. I don't know if the word "dirty" is, is maybe dirty is strong. Dirty's but, maybe but, strong, but nervous. nervous I, maybe nervous. Yeah, nervous. Good. Maybe maybe hopeful, but a little nervous. Yeah, and and let's be honest. He, and here's the problem with the way. 
economics and salaries and financial mismanagement has gotten out of hand. Because to compete with a Nick Saban, which is what everybody wants to do, and only one person in Kirby Smart has consistently, you have to, you, you have to, you feel like you have to spend that kind of money to get the kind of coach that can compete with him. So there are so few coaches that are sure things. Almost no coaches are worth in advance when you don't know what they're going to do with your program are worth that, you know, 80, 90, 100, whatever, you know, whatever the numbers turn out to be. And, yeah. and yet, to compete, you feel like you have to do that. You have to find the guy that you think comes closest, and you have to throw all this money at him to get him. Because if you don't, and if you take a safe hire, look, they could pay Carnell Williams a fraction of that, and he would be the head coach. But you're rolling the dice. I don't think you you shouldn't have to pay Deion Sanders that. Maybe you would. I don't know. I really don't know what's in his heart about coaching at the next level. But you'd be rolling the dice. Any anybody on that list, Matt Rule, who I understand is if Kiffin and you never know what Kiffin. This is what I hope Auburn understands. They may you know there may be an agreement in principle behind the scenes, not be you know with Kiffin, a person close to Kiffin, whoever. Uh, until until it's official, it ain't official. Yeah. Because you never really know. Well, that and that's true for a lot of coaches, not just Kiffin. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, you had guys go to the podium and then go back. Uh, so, and that's right. That's right. Um, I had something I was going to ask you there. Now I can't. Oh, yeah. Like, so, like, like Stoops. Yesterday, a reporter asked him, how does it feel to be in a job that you can have a mediocre season like that and get a raise like you oh, just got? Oh, Pretty darn good question. Uh, I mean, he's Ooh. making more than John Calipari is now. He just had a mediocre season. To be in a profession, to be have a mediocre season like that and get a raise. And he said, well, I hope it's over my body of work here for 10 years. I mean, he answered the question correctly. But I thought it was a pretty fair question there, Kevin. It, it is a fair question. It's one that a lot of people are asking, not just Kentucky journalists and Kentucky fans. What, what did Mark Stoops do? To earn a two what uh, upwards of two million dollar a year raise, yeah, coming off a, a season where he's five and six, he's lost three out of four, he lost to Vanderbilt, um, and in in a year when he was again expectations, he was expected to be maybe the second best team in the East and maybe maybe challenge Georgia. He didn't do any of those things. He's gonna ha- he's finished three and five in the SEC. He's had two winning records in ten years. In the SEC, two winning SEC records, I should say, to be to be to make it clear, he's had a, he's had several four and fours, but he's had uh, you know he's only had two years where he's had a winning SEC record. Now, outside I know of this year, yeah. <laughs> outside yeah. of this year, the expectations were low. <laughs> well, they, they obviously they must still be. They must yeah. still be. <laughs> and did they uh, announce from the that, administration? Did, did they announce it after the Vanderbilt loss? That was not good timing well, here's to, the announce it, to announce here's it. Here's the problem. And again, this is this is where people don't get the full story, and it makes it look worse. Uh, not that you could really make it look better. Apparently, he signed it before the Vanderbilt game, mm, and smart. then it didn't come out until it didn't come out until after yeah. the Vanderbilt loss. Yeah. So it makes it look worse. But here's my here's the thing that I will never understand why. Are we giving, are, are we extending coaches? I, I know why. Because some agent is saying, you know what? Auburn's looking at Mark Stoops. 
Yeah. Nebraska's looking at Mark Stoops. And if you don't bump him up, I'm, I, I'm not saying he's going there. I'm just saying it's, you know. And so the agents hold these schools hostage, and the schools operate out of fear yes. of losing a sure thing. And what the sure thing with Mark Stoops, we know what he is. He's going to win. You know, he's going to be right. He's going to be mediocre. But that's good enough for Kentucky football. So, you know, it is an amazing cycle. There should be a – we talk about there should be windows for the transfer portal and all that. There should be windows for contract extensions. <laughs> well, I, I like agree. Like the season, nothing, none of that should happen during the season. Yeah, really. Y'all, y'all you know? think about this. In, in Jimmy Sexton's left hand, he just got 4% of that. In his right hand, he's fixed to get 4% of Lane Kiffin. He's got 8%. He's got eight percent of one in nine million. Yeah, one in nine million. Guy. And he, the only thing he did was answer the cotton picking phone. Yeah, yeah. The greatest, the greatest job in the world. <laughs> yeah, everybody's all oh, just Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. Okay, tell him I call him back. Oh my gosh, Kevin. All right, Dad and I disagree on this. I want Good. you to tell me how Auburn should handle this. Let's just say for kicks and giggles, Lane Kiffin is going to be the coach, which I think he is. I say they announce it on Friday because if Carnell were to beat Alabama, you're going to get a big groundswell for Carnell. Let's give him the job. He could turn into race. Dad says they won't do that to Carnell. They won't announce it until after. What do you think? After the Aubrey game. Yeah, after Alabama the game. Auburn. I say yeah. do it on Friday because in case he were to beat him, you know you're not going to hire him. You're going to get more pressure to hire him. If you and so go ahead, I don't do believe they'll do Auburn that way. Go ahead and do it on Friday. Dad says they won't do it till after the game, out of respect for Carnell. What do you think? Well, you know, I, I've gone back, and it's interesting. My my older son and I have been discussing this, going back and forth. And I don't, you know, on the one hand, look, if if it is Kiffin, I mean, and and we do, we all, I I believe it. I've said it for weeks, uh, and it's hard to hold that. To be honest, let's be realistic. In this world, uh, it's hard to hold that for another 24 hours. You know, until after you know the the egg bowl ends on Thursday night. Then you've got Friday. Then you got the Iron Bowl on Saturday. It is very hard to sit on that. So I think, if, from a practical standpoint, it'll be hard. I understand the sentiment to not step on Carnell's moment. His let's be honest, his one and only Iron Bowl as a head coach is going to be Saturday. And you don't want to overshadow that. You don't want to distract from that, you know, take away from that. You may want to take away from it when you know, we see the final score, but at least going in. Uh, so I see that argument, but I also see, uh, you know, get it. First of all, get it out there. Get, then guess what? Then it's all that it is the talk of college football during the broadcast. Yeah. During sports center, uh, during uh, game day, during all, during the Fox pregame show, all weekend long, Auburn will be the focus of college football. It is. It has actually grabbed the spotlight, with, amazingly, for a team with its record that just beat a couple of mediocre teams, mediocre to bad teams, and then lost to a mediocre team in overtime. But what? But the enthusiasm, the spirit, all that great stuff. You know, they've become a story, a positive story. They were one of the most negative stories in college football for more than a year, and now they've become one of the most positive stories. 
Uh, Kevin, so, tell me who the tell I, me who. I don't, so I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Here's what I would do. Both of you guys. Here's what I would do. Let me tell you. Let me tell you what I would do. Kevin and Barry, tell me who the new coach at Ole Miss is. Hold on, before you do that, this is what I would do, Dad and Kevin. I'd go to Carnell Williams and say, "What is Carnell Williams making, Kevin? Six hundred thousand right now, probably." I don't even know. He's a running back coach, so you know, yeah. Probably. I'd say, look, Carnell, or less. We're going to take you to $1.5 million for what you've done. We're going to give you a three-year deal. I'd make him feel good about it, bump him up big time, and say, uh, we're going to keep you on in some capacity. Hope they'll keep you, and we're going to give you $1.5 million, but we're going to announce this thing out of respect for you and what you've done, and we're going to announce it on Friday. So then Carnell says, man, I just tripled my pay. So he feels all what? right about it, and then you can get it on out there. What if, what if Lane Kiffin said, I don't want Carnell? Then they'll say, well, we'll just keep you within the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, hey, hey, uh, if anyone, I don't know if anyone's paid attention. Notice this. Ole Miss that? has a terrific running backs coach. Yeah. Who is very well regarded. He is, uh, I think he may be up for some award. I, I don't, but he is, he is very well regarded. <clears throat> and look at the, look at the production of the Ole Miss running game. They are they are moving in on I think they're moving in on like seventh all time in the SEC uh, for rushing yards in a season and that's a fun list if you see it guys most of the teams on that are Alabama wishbone teams and Auburn uh, Auburn with Bo Jackson Auburn with Trey Mason uh, it's mostly Auburn and Alabama teams on the top seven you know total rushing yards in a season by SEC teams so yeah that's a great point what if he what if he really would have or rather have his guy in that position. <laughs> Carnell sure, will give look, you one point five million. Here's the problem: you're going to be an analyst. All right, you're not look, going to be a running back coach anymore. Hey, if you think, and, and I know you guys don't think, but if you think that that hasn't already been that subject oh, hasn't come up well, in these behind the scenes conversations, yeah. what are we then, going, uh, what then are I've we got an do? island to sell you. Yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy Sexton tells Jimmy Sexton tells Doctor Roberts, Doc, I only got one problem: he doesn't want to hire a Cornell, a, a Cadillac. What? He's got to. No, no, no. He he wants he's he's going to be his own boss. Y'all said he can make his I own decisions. I guarantee you that I don't I don't know this I don't know this firsthand, but I would be shocked if that hasn't already been already been discussed and and settled and negotiated in whatever form or fashion. It better be. It better be. Yeah. Uh, mm. uh, who's the new coach at Ole Miss, folks? Hey, if Ole Miss is smart, they would they would already have one lined up. And they would announce him on Friday morning. <laughs> How about that? They steal the spotlight from Auburn, and you take the high road. You barely, you know, you, you might if you mention Kiffin at all, you you know thank him for what he's done. But you immediately you immediately pivot to uh, throwing rose petals at the feet of your new coach. Who's Charles? Right. And especially, Who? you know, people have suggested Deion Sanders to Ole Miss. I have no idea if there's anything to that. Well, I'll but, tell you right now, the, the running back at Ole Miss is going to go to Auburn. Oh, he, well, he's going to let Ole Miss and Auburn bid bid back and forth. If I would, <laughs> if I were him. Hey, you might see the Ole Miss backfield at all in, in Auburn uniforms next year, the court, including the quarterback. Where, well, who? And we can't. We got to let you go. We're way past. But um, who is Charles Barkley talking about when he said there's a primetime job? Dion. But is he talking about Texas A and M? No, Wait, what did Charles? I missed that one. Charles said what there's there's an SEC job that's going to open, oh, a big time SEC job is going to open, and Dion is their choice. Well, 
because they talked about Colorado. That's not an SEC job. I, so I say it's Texas A&M. A and m A big time SEC job. What is? I mean, that's a good. That's that's a. You well, know, if you go through it, what the, is the only job? Is well, there aren't many. Team. There aren't many what you would consider big time. And the big time, you know, what what's big time? Alabama not happening. Georgia not happening. Texas A&M. You, you could say Tennessee. Auburn's already. You know that. I mean, what what A and M? LSU's not happening. A and M. Florida's not happening. A and M. All signs would point to A and M, right? Yeah. And you know, so he, I would think Charles knows? knows some rich people over in Houston that might be telling him that. So I don't know. He yeah, said it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah. Uh, tell us about all your stuff, Kevin. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I just want to remind everyone: a week from today is Giving Tuesday. It's a great opportunity to support, you know, causes and organizations that that do good work and that are important to you. And if you and if you find it in your heart. Uh, coach safely, uh, you guys know what we do. You, you're ge- very generous in letting me talk about the organization every week. You know, we train coaches and parents can take the course as well in injury recognition and prevention to keep kids safe. We want to keep them out there. We want to keep them playing sports for all the great lessons they learn. Uh, you know, we're a nonprofit organization. And if anyone has, you know, again, we can go to the website uh, under the about uh, section on the, you can the drop down menu. There's a give page. If you give $25 to Coach Safely, that covers the cost of one course. And think about this. Every coach on average coaches 15 kids. That's 15 kids you help keep safe by training that coach. And, again, it doesn't cost any coach or any organization in the state of Alabama one nickel to take that course. So we've got to find ways to fund that. And, again, if anybody could help out on Giving Tuesday next week, we would greatly appreciate it. Awesome. It's coachsafely.org, by the way. Is the website we would we again? It would mean a lot uh, to us in our mission. Yes, yeah, so what's going to happen Friday, John? Lane's going to take the job, but he's not going to keep Carnell. Uh, I don't think Lane's that's your prediction. John just dropped the phone. Uh, it says, well, what, "What are we going to do?" All the stuff that happens <laughs> behind the scenes. I don't think that'll happen. But, uh, then they're going to say, "All right, we're going to Hugh." Uh, thank you, Kevin. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Uh, yeah, Alabama won uh, the black. Wednesday loan sale is tomorrow, uh, and it's less than 24 hours away. You get in tomorrow at 7 a.m. If you qualify, your rate's as low as 2.99 on new or refinance auto loans, recreational vehicles, or personal loans up to 60 months. 8 a.m., it goes up to 3.24. goes up a little bit each and every hour, so you want to get in early. Go to www.alabama1.org. We also want to thank Pressure Treated Pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, you don't want it. You listen to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Townsend Nissan is your super savings vehicle dealer right here at home in Tuscaloosa with over 100 pre-owned vehicles in stock and price for immediate delivery. And yes, if you are looking for a new Nissan. Mostly fair with the low at 37 and the warming trend continues tomorrow. The sky partially sunny, the high at 68 degrees. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 46 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we do have a wreck. This is at Gate 1 out at Mercedes. Really got traffic snarled out there getting into the plant. If you see other conditions this morning that folks need to hear about, just give me a call, 205-886-8886. The Black Friday sales event is underway now at Townsend Nissan. Super deals, discounts, and top dollar on your trade. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. Don't miss a play at the Sportsbook at Pearl River Resort, your front row seat to all the action. Place bets on all professional and most college sports. 100.9 
100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Inside the locker room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to the second hour of Inside the Locker Room. It was a fun segment there with uh, Kevin Skarbinski. All the interviews go up on the Podcast Center, so if you missed uh, any of those, you can pick them up right there. Allstate Insurance Agent Andrew Knifer at 4705 McFarland Boulevard Suite 3 over in Northport. If you're looking for home, life, auto, you want to have the local uh, people with Andrew and his staff who will take great care of you. They know the area inside and out whenever you need an issue. They know where you should go. But you got the backing of Allstate Insurance. Give them a call today for the free quote, 205-722-9201. All right, I got these guys, uh, Aiden and Dad. They always, coaching doesn't matter. Uh, anybody they can coach. Look at look at Indianapolis coach. That guy just showed up and they won a game in the NFL. Of course, he's not really coaching. He's just kind of overseeing everything. And so they'd say coaching doesn't matter, coaching's overrated. But these same guys, <laughs> every Saturday, will text you that Goldie and O'Brien need to go. Wait a minute. Coaching doesn't matter, but Goldie and O'Brien have to go. Those two things don't – then coaching does matter, right? If you're saying those guys got to go, you can't have it both ways there, can you, Dale? No, in some cases it matters more than in other cases. I don't think there's any doubt about that. You know, uh, you can you can set up the play with the defense and be the perfect play, and the guy fumbled the ball, and I said, that's your fault, the guy that fumbled it. Uh, you know, things like that happen sometimes, and, you know, you can uh, you can teach a guy. You can, you can help, you know, people come on here and say that the, 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 the wideouts have been coached poorly well. The wideouts are not as good. They're not as good athletically as the other wideouts were. They're not as quick. Their hands are not as good. Now you can make them a little bit better. Just because you have a son that shot par golf over the last three times he played doesn't mean he can beat Tiger Woods if he practices hard. Uh, the, the story is that you can do anything you want to do if you if you work at it hard enough. It's not true. It's not true. Uh, you, you you can't do anything you, you want to do if if you work at it hard enough. I can't. I mean, there are a lot of things I'd like to do. I If I worked at it hard enough, I still couldn't do it. And I think that's the way life is. <laughs> All right. So I asked Kevin uh, the question. And John Sokoloff, Sokoloff, he's with WCBI News. He's a sports director covering Mississippi State. He says he's got the sources. That's his job to go with it. Now, he did kind of cover himself by saying, Sources are saying that the job has not been offered yet, so how could he be taking a job that hadn't been offered yet? I'm not yet? sure he's going. Uh, what? I'm not sure he's going. Really? Mm-hmm. Why do you say that? Uh, I haven't talked to nobody. <laughs> but, I haven't not talked to one why do you? I just think that uh, he is going to get the same amount at Ole Miss, and he is over everything at Ole Miss. And he doesn't have to fool with anybody. He thinks he can get enough transfer portal people to win. And uh, the expectations at Ole Miss are 
exactly. He has met expectations with two eight and nine win seasons. And he is uh, able to go down back to Florida Atlantic and see all the girlfriends that he saw before he left. I just think I'm not I'm not going to be surprised now at all if it goes to somebody else. All right. So you think it's his job to turn down? Do they already, if he says no, are they going to be able to pivot immediately? Do they have the guy sitting there? Well, I guess they would, yeah. There's a very interesting scenario here in that the athletic director, as we have talked about, knows the ins and outs behind the scenes of both the candidates because both the candidates have coached at Ole Miss. Uh, if those are the if those are the two candidates, and I think they are, I think there's two of the candidates. I do think also that there is a candidate that that I don't know who it is that John likes, that he has gone over to Dr. Roberts and said this guy would be terrific. I mean, terrific, and they have bounced that back and forth, and I have no idea who that is. But I I think that I think that the the backup choice. You know, the story will be, uh, could be, I. What happened? What happened there? I can't believe you know. And there will be some that will be very, very disappointed, and be uh, be just absolutely shocked uh, that this doesn't come down. I'm not. I'm not completely sold. One hundred percent. I think for him, that being the boss and telling everybody else what to do instead of somebody else telling him what to do is more important than money because he's going to get money regardless. He's going to get money that he wants at Ole Miss or Auburn, either one. The money is there. The money there is to keep him. The money there is to get is to get him to go to Auburn. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to just totally uh, – everything's gone through Jimmy, and I don't know, what he, you know, I don't know the stuff that you talked about that happened to Lane last night. I just – I'm just going. Would on. he tell uh, Jimmy Sexton, "Hey, I'm supposed to meet with Ole Miss Thursday night yeah. at eight o'clock. Yeah, lead them, lead, lead it all the way to where they think I'm going. I want, I want Ole Miss to think I'm going because they're going to come with an offer, and I, and you know, if they think I'm going, then that's going to raise the offer over here so we don't we need they need to think i'm going i ain't going i'm just trying to see how much i can get from these people i need some more money for staff uh there's a lot of things i need and at the end of the day i'm gonna i'm gonna see what Ole miss says and then we'll decide uh it, it, does it work like that behind the scenes i think it i think behind the scenes it, it uh it does some, to some degree like that yes i, I just think that um well well, Lane, there's a, there's a little bit of a question mark uh, at Auburn about this. There's a little bit of question mark about that. And um, you can know, you eventually turn both places off, acting like that? But once once Ole Miss finally just says, you know what, I'm about sick of this dude. Like I ain't giving in no more. And Auburn says, I'm tired of him playing us. We need to know it. And where you end up having them both mad at, I guess he still has. He could always stay at Ole Miss, but he could burn bridges as well during these negotiations. Yeah. And, and when it goes bad, yeah, they're yeah. going to be like, man, I got like such a well, turd during the negotiations. Here, here, here's the difference in the keys of both schools. Here's the main, complete, 100% difference. The NIL. The NIL uh, at Auburn is full of money. 
and the NIL, if the NIL behind the scenes is what, even if Alabama basketball is behind the scenes, what they I hear it is for the NIL, I could recruit pretty good too. Um, if, if NIL is what I understand it is, it would be triple of Ole Miss. Ole Miss has got the guy that's uh, uh, the, the guy from Memphis with all the money. I forget his name. John Smith. Uh, he's got all the, all the, that, that kind of money, planes and everything in the world. That's a lot of money there. Uh, and um, uh, maybe Eli Manning could get, you know, maybe the Mannings could help him get. But but the, the, the whole total difference is what can I offer the players in order to get them to come to my school over Alabama and Georgia and Florida? And the answer to that question is the money at Auburn will do it. They love their school. And they they will they will give you more money to get more players than than Ole Miss can ever think about getting, and that is the main difference right there. The rest of it is about the same, but that is a hey, that is a huge difference right there. Do you blame? I got a guy text me saying coaches are greedy, but do you blame coaches? Like because when it goes south, they're gonna fire you in a New York minute, uh, so they don't have patience with you. So when you're hot. Do you blame them? For well, I think them? yeah, I think some are greedy and some are not. I think it's according to the personality and the, and the family of the, of the one and, and so forth. I, I, I would say, in, in some degree, some coaches that's, that's probably true. You know, they 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 look at what other coaches are making, and they're saying to themselves, "I, I coached one more games than he did. I did better than he did. He, he did this, that, and the other. We did this. He didn't do that." And they get the you know and his his wife and 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 the wives are involved in that. We you know they're they're sitting there saying this and that. And so uh, the the text that you got is to some degree true and to some degree. Well, I guess why they structure coaches. Con- I mean, savings because he's earned it. He's he, he's got to be in the top three or whatever. So that way the raises just take care of themselves. If you get bumping it up, up oh, it's in my contract, and he doesn't even have to go to them. Uh, I actually think he's probably embarrassed to go to him and ask for more. So he doesn't even have to. The, the calls no, I don't think con- he does. The calls yeah. in my contract, Dabo and uh, and Kirby are making this. That automatically bumps me to this. Uh, and so, if Jimmy Sexton is pushing for Auburn, then that's exactly what I'm saying. It's what Jimmy Sexton's telling him. Now, I'm, I want to tell you something. Now, Lane, the money to get players with the NIL thing is legal, and, and you've got you know you got to kind of work around it and. And and you go by the stupid NIL rules, but you don't really have to to start with. You know, the, the, if you want to talk about getting money for players to get players, then Auburn is the job for you. Now, uh, I can't tell you that John Cohen is going to do everything you want done when you want it done. Uh, I don't like that. So uh, I think those. I think that's. I think that is a factor. And I know you're saying, well, money's bigger than that. I don't think it is because I think the money's going to be approximately the same. Yeah, well, it is just the years. You know, you're getting yeah. years at Auburn. Uh, Ole Miss has to roll it over every year to keep you at four. So it, every yeah. year's a contract year at Ole Miss. They don't roll you over, and they say, well, they're not keeping it. Well, you put that in your contract, it would be rolled over. Yeah. In order to, in order to meet what Auburn can do at Auburn, if they're going to give you seven, then you have to at least roll it over three times. Yeah. All right, we'll take a break here. We'll hear what Coach Saban had to say yesterday in the press conference. We'll talk a little iron ball. I'm about tired of talking about Lane Kiffin. He's going to be rich either way and still be obnoxious. Uh, you guys can call if you want to pick up that subject. You want to talk about anything, 205-342-9904. Royal Cleaners, uh, it's the holiday season. You're busy. You don't have time to go. 
drop the laundry up or pick it up and just give them a call 205-391-0034 they'll come right to you pick up the laundry get it cleaned up deliver it right back now that's service with a smile if you want to drop off university boulevard bridge avenue in norport rice mine road normally you drop it off you have it back the next day by five o'clock so that's very convenient as well 205-391-0034 royal cleaners for all your cleaning needs you listen todd 100.9 is the home of Alabama sports. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good Tuesday morning. The Alabama Department of Education has followed up its failed schools list with a letter grade for each school in the state. And the Tuscaloosa City School System, Brian High, was on that failed list, but received a C letter grade overall. For 2021-22, Central High, West Long Middle, and Central Elementary graded a D. And the Tuscaloosa County System, Holt High, was on the failed list. They scored a D letter grade. For the full list, you can go to statereportcard.alsde.edu. You forward slash select school. I'm Don Hart. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we do have a wreck. This is at Gate 1 out at Mercedes. Really got traffic snarled out there getting into the plant. If you see other conditions this morning that folks need to hear about, just give me a call. 205-886-8886. The Black Friday sales event is underway now at Townsend Nissan. Super deals, discounts, and top dollar on your trade. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. Under the biggest cactus in town, Taco Casa. Quality is, is number one. You gotta start with a good quality product, but it's gotta be at a good value to the customers. Everything is about quality. You just coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking. Fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. We'll forecast a mixture of clouds and sunshine today with only a small chance of a shower. The high 61 for tonight, mostly fair with the low at 37. And the warming trend continues tomorrow. The sky partially sunny, the high at 68 degrees. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 48 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Mr. SEC Tournament Wimp Sanderson gives you his excellent analysis every weekday on Inside the Locker Room, right here on Tide 100.9. He pitched the ball and made plays to help the defense as well. We asked Bryce, so I figure we'll ask you too. Have you given any thought to this possibly being your last game in an Alabama uniform, and will it be your last game in an Alabama uniform? You know, I haven't uh, made any of the decisions yet. I've just been real focused on this season and, you know, continue to be a good leader and, you know, making sure that, you know, I'm showing guys the right way of, you know, how to do things around here. But um, it's been a great time, you know, here. Uh, uh, playing in Brian Denny has been fun. So many memories. And, you know, I just want to keep those memories going. So it's been fun, and I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. Bryce, I'm not sure when we're going to get to talk to you next. I just want to ask, um, with the bowl game basically being next, is is this uh, going to be your last game, or have you made a decision, or have you thought things through? Where are you at with all that? Um, I haven't. As far as anything in my future, um, you know, I, I take everything one day at a time. 
Um, so all, all I've been focused on uh, throughout the year has been the next opponent. Obviously, this is this is huge. This is a huge game. This means a lot for to me, to people in, in the entire state, to us as a team. Um, you know, this is a this is a huge game. Um, so all, all I think about is, is is today. How can I be the best version of myself today to get ready to put myself in the best circumstances? How we as a team can do that, and um, that, that's all my head's focused on. Welcome back to Inside Love. That was Will Anderson, obviously the first uh, player talking about will he play in the bowl game. Bryce Young both knocked the uh, answer out of the park. Uh, it's nice to have guys that are uh, that intelligent, uh, that good in front of the microphone. Dad, I thought both of them handled it perfectly. Yeah, they did. Uh, they know, and I don't know, but they know. And uh, they don't. They don't certainly don't want to take away from this game on Saturday. And uh, that that's the important thing. That would be the news rather than the game on Saturday. If somebody says, "Well, no, we're not, I'm not playing," so you know, anytime you leave, anytime you leave a story up in the up in the air, uh, that there are two sides to it, and you don't know which side they're going to take, then it's better. And and that's what they've done. So uh, I have no idea. Yeah, I'm sure they'll. Uh, I'm sure first thing next week they'll sit down with Coach Saban and. Uh, you know, look at the pros and cons. You know, if I were them, I'd look at Hendon Hooker uh, situation there and say, man, uh, you know, Jamison Williams in the same situation there. And I think Coach uh, will probably let them make the decision, but I think he'll be okay with either one, whatever way they decide. I don't think he's going to be mad at them if they decide to, to not play. I think they say, I'll be at practice. I'll be there. I'm going to practice with – the guys, I can do whatever you need. I'll be there to help. I think Coach will be fine with anything that they decide there. Uh, I do, too. I, I do, too. I think he has so much respect for Bryce and what he's done, how he's played, how good he is, that, uh, you know, what he's done to get them to where they are, regardless of whether you don't like the, the record, they're going to win 10, 11 games this year. And uh, so, regardless of that, uh you know, if, if you go by expectations, then you want to say the season is a disappointment. But gosh, when you're when you're ranked number one in the country, and it's a big country, <laughs> um, it just you know that doesn't happen like that. Athletics just doesn't happen like that. It happens that way in 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 NCAA basketball all the time. This team's going to win the NCAA tournament. They don't they get they don't even get get to the tournament. And sometimes they get there, they get beat first round. So it's it, it's just way it's the way athletics is, and and um, you just have to do the best you can. And, and you know, it's changed a great deal. We're we're involved now with with. Uh, you might as well be honest about it. The players are free agents. They're free agents to do what they please. Uh, they 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 can step they can step on their own they can step on people's toes and and not be playing a game. That happened that happened uh, that happened to Tennessee when Tennessee went to. South Carolina, one of their players had stepped on the had stepped on the Tennessee logo, and they got into it. And he would, and they told him discipline him. He said no, and he didn't go. So there are little things that happen to you in coaching them and trying to get them to play. I, I notice every time I'm on every time I'm on the show with Dave Oldham, he always has his son bring up me getting in a big stink with with Robert Ory. Well, that that, that happened. That's fifty times that that this day and time. I mean, you got to you got to handle your guys the right way. And as I told you, the one thing I heard in church the other day is discipline and direction. You don't like it while they're doing it, until you do like it when it's over. And that that to me is was a 
So he didn't. The statement wasn't quite like that, but that, that's what he meant. You know, you, you discipline people and you, you, you direct them and you try to make them better and you work them hard and those kind of things. But sometimes they don't like it. But when they get through, they, they're glad that it happened to them that way. So, yeah, and, you know, Coach always talks about creating value yeah. for yourself. Come back. Well, I think these guys have created value yeah. for themselves. So their, their value is probably at an all-time high. It, it certainly was at the end of the last year. If anything, it may have gone down a little bit this year. But that bowl game, they can do anything for their value. I think no, for him, not. it probably will help him if they don't play and allow him to play one of his other quarterbacks and he yeah. can kind of get them ready and he can see – what he has for next year, and do I need to go to the portal in certain situations? So I think it actually would help coach if they didn't play. You've got a quarterback sitting there that sit there just like Mac Jones. This exactly. You've got the kid from Tennessee who's sitting there. The other kid has played in games and games and done well and is a very very good in some aspects of the game and needs to be improved in other aspects of the game. But you've got one kid there, quarterback, uh, who has uh, been Mac Jones. He just hadn't, you know, when they signed him from Florida, looked at him, well, from Jacksonville, they had, they had no idea. They, they thought he had some potential, but that kind of potential, no, they didn't. All right, uh, Coach met with the media yesterday. Hey, let's go ahead and just play his opening statement. Yesterday he looked back, and then he looked forward at the uh, Auburn game this weekend. I think we did a lot of good things in the last game. I think one of the things that – Probably uh, we need to get corrected is, you know, we did get three turners overs defensively, but we also had three turnovers. So, you know, ball security is, you know, a very important part of being successful. Uh, gives the other team three extra possessions, possessions where you could have scored. So, um, and I think the emphasis has to continue to be on, you know, whenever you're less than perfect in terms of your execution, whether it's fundamental execution uh, or whatever it is, uh, that's when you get exposed. So um, that's why we got to keep coaching our team uh, to get it right on a on a consistent basis. Uh, this is one of the greatest you know rivalry games in college football, and you know most every team in rivalry games. You know, sort of it's a part of their legacy in terms of how, how did they do in the rivalry game. And this is one of the biggest ones, and it means a lot to a lot of people in our state. It means a lot to, you know, us, our players, and our fans. And we do the best job we can to, you know, get ready for, you know, this game. I think Cadillac Williams has done a really, really good job. Um, they played really well uh, these last three games. Um, you know, they run the ball effectively. Uh, they got a lot of diversity on offense. Uh, the quarterback's a very athletic player who can run and throw. Um, Tank is one of the better backs in, in the SEC. Uh, their defense is very, very aggressive. Um, you know, Papone is a really good inside backer. Hall is a really good rusher. Uh, makes a lot of, creates a lot of negative plays. They're very good on special teams. So uh, this is a very challenging uh you know, game for us and our players are going to have to do a great job of getting prepared to play uh, as well as we played all season. All right, thoughts the, on what the, Coach said there. Uh, guess what, Barry? The expectations, the expectations for the West next year will lie in the hands of LSU. 
Alabama will not be picked to win the West. And I, I guess I need to go on what he said. And he, what he says is coach speak. That's right. Uh, Cadillac has done well. But LSU will be picked to win the West next year. And the expectations will be at Alabama. And then that's the best place in the world for you to be. Uh, not number one. Because I just think it's better for you. I just think that you know people get come to the games and they get excited about you and they look at Tennessee. Expectation for them to this year was to be two or three, and for three fourths of the season they were looked like they were going to be one, not one, but uh, two at least, and and the expectations fell through. But uh, the expectation factor in these kids leaving uh, will will be totally changed because LSU will pick to win it, be win pick to win the West next year. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Alabama won't. Not really? with two new quarterbacks. What if uh Really? What if the Tell quarterback me if I'm wrong. I don't mean if the quarterback goes you usually out usually do. <laughs> what, if if the, I'm wrong. what if the quarterback goes out and Bryce doesn't play and whoever they put at quarterback lights it up in the bowl game? Well now here we go. What if you know <laughs> what if you can what if me to death, but I was just thinking if, as he stands right now without without knowing what's what's gonna happen in the bowl games, then I would I would say that L S U would get a few more votes than Alabama does. Alabama would be second. Um and and um, I don't know who who'll be third, but it'll be you know it's not, never is correct on third anyway. It would be it would be a, a Georgia versus uh, LSU again. Now, if here's another what what if 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 Georgia just clobbers LSU in this in this championship game in Atlanta, then um, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't know who moves up. If, if they you were looking at that though. Wouldn't you think Alabama? Wouldn't you think Alabama's going to beat LSU in Bryant Denny Stadium? I sure do. So that tiebreaker there would go to Alabama if they beat them yeah. in Bryant Denny Stadium. Yeah, guess what? The expectations. We had a great year. Expectations were for LSU to win it, and we and we beat LSU in Bryant Denny, and we're going to win it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. All right, let's tell them about Bob Prince and Prince Glover and Hayes, and then we can get back to more Coach Saban's comments if we want to. Well, Prince Glover and Hayes, outstanding attor- uh, attorneys that know the law, know the changes in the law, have been very successful. The number is 345-1234, easy number to remember. And they will listen to what you have to say on the telephone. They will advise you on the telephone. They're not going to take any charge for that. And if they feel like it, you need to go on with it, then you can go by 701 Rice Mine Road, visit with them some more. And I think at that time, uh, you'll find that Prince Glover and Hayes are the very, very best. Also, before we, we uh, turned, I wanted to mention Constant Companion Animal Hospital at 205-635-0313. They have a brand-new place. They're very nice. They're, they're doing great. And uh, 50% off on your first visit. Dr. Scott Foster is a, a vet there. I think that you'll find they're out at the Narrows on 280. Uh, just give them a call, 635 3 one, three. Right, there's something wrong with high school basketball guys in the state of Alabama. And I'm going to tell you what it is when we get back from break. So all you people that are wondering about high school basketball in Alabama, stay tuned. I'm going to tell you a big problem in this state. You just tie 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Catch Little's Losers Friday nights during Friday Night Live on Tide 100.9, your home of Alabama football. More coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves 
to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is a pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at yellow wood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's yellow wood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. We'll forecast a mixture of clouds and sunshine today with only a small chance of a shower. The high 61 for tonight, mostly fair with the low at 37. And the warming trend continues tomorrow. The sky partially sunny, the high at 68 degrees. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 49 degrees in Tuscaloosa. A national championship team covering a national championship team. The best sports talk in the state. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. We're back on. Yeah. I wanted to mention this today before we before we leave. Uh, Norman Crow who had a dealership there in Tuscaloosa and was a great friend of mine and helped me in recruiting, not in anything. It just helped, helped me with get tires and things and do things for me. Passed away uh, night before last. Hmm. And uh, Norman and I have been friends, went to ball games, uh, football games. Uh, when all the big games were in Birmingham, we would go and, Always, they would always laugh as we parked seven blocks away, as you talked about, and walk. Anyway, he he, he died. His, his his son called me. I'm going tomorrow to uh, the service, uh, a graveside service in Cortland, Alabama, at 11 o'clock. And uh, of course, we don't have the show tomorrow, so I'll be taking off up to Cortland to pay my respects to Norman and his family, his son, and and his daughter. And um, I just thought maybe that a lot of people that did not know that, a little Norman is on the board or something there in, in Tuscaloosa. But uh, he was a great friend. He played basketball at at Hazel Green or Hazelwood when I was playing at Coffee, and um, years ago, and we were about the same age. So anyway, we were lost Norman Crow uh, night before night. Yeah, I know uh, his son sits right in front of you guys. Yeah, at the basketball games there, yeah. and this actually everybody in town knows. Norman Crow Jr. as well. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so prayers go out to he and his family. I didn't know that, so I'm glad yeah. you told me. Hey, Wayne's Pest Control, serving over 100,000 customers across Alabama, Tennessee, and Mississippi since 1973. Let's good folks at Wayne's make sure your home is protected from this unwanted pest this fall. Wayne's provides world-class termite protection, general pest control, and they also keep those mosquitoes away as well they also keep that lawn looking lush and healthy tell them you heard it only inside the locker room and get 60 dollars off your initial pest control service dial 866 wayne's one that 866 wayne's one all right uh going a little bit of mini rant i'm not gonna lose my temper over it but uh i want to talk about it i want to get your opinion i even told you what i'm gonna say about high school basketball in this state first of all football uh, we know is king in the state. Football generally gets most of the summer with the kids. Uh, football practice starts, uh, and they get to practice whatever the allotment, probably a month before they play their first game. Then football season starts, and it goes into, like, for instance, my school football 
finished last Friday. Uh, so I had the first practice uh, with my football guys on Monday. Other schools, maybe bigger schools, may have more guys out there. The state of Alabama, Dad, allows these teams to play 30 games. So you can play 30 games. You can play two tournaments and 24 regular season games. A lot of these schools are playing in tournaments now. And when you start in the middle of November, like I was talking to Jim about this, my brother, you start in the middle of November and you try to play 30 games and your area tournament starts like February, the first week of February, you're, you're playing every week. And so I think these coaches – try to play 30 games and they never practice like you just get your guys and then there's schools around here that have had more games than they have practices and yeah. so i would encourage don't play 30 games uh because you can't ever practice you're and you're i look out there and i look at some of these teams they played three or four games last week they got three games this week and you look out there watching them warm up and they're just bored because they're not all, improving either. yeah they're not getting any better and so I would encourage people to stop playing 30 games. That's, that's a stupid rule. Anyway, you shouldn't be allowed to play 30. So you can practice and develop these guys. And, you know, it, when you get the football guys, have time to practice. That's why I'm not playing any games this week. We're practicing. Now you run into the problem of kids traveling and, and being gone, and you got Christmas holidays when guys are gone. I don't think these teams in Alabama practice enough. All they want to do is play games. Is that is any of Validity to that. Oh, there's, a lot, there's a lot of truth in that. You know, the improvement of kids individually and as a team, especially individually. Uh, they can practice to some degree individually and get better, but they've got to practice against somebody. And, uh, you know, they can work uh, with themselves by themselves or two-on-two two or three-on-three, three, but they also got to practice with a with a team and get, get their team better. I think you can, you can way, way overdo it, uh, and you, you just can't. And, well, you uh, look up, these teams are playing three and four games a week. Yeah. Well, you're not ever practicing. So whatever you're running, you're not good at it. No. Uh, and you're not getting to run it enough. Uh, so I just – I think it hurts uh, high school basketball across the state, especially like you know, Aliceville, who's in my area, who's probably going to be picked to win the area. Now, I think they do it right. They just finished football up, uh, and every one of their kids play football, so they're not even going to start playing until December. Uh, so there's no way for them to get – there's no way to get 30 games in if you don't – no. Start until December, so I don't know. I think these kids don't develop because all they want to play is games. In the summer, they play AAU game after a, and it's just is you get better in practice, and your team gets better in practice. So that's my that's my rant there, Aiden. I right, go back to Nick Saban. Uh, let's hear what he had at senior day. Uh, a lot of times, Alabama honestly does not have a ton of seniors. Uh, because most of these guys come in here, they want to get to the NFL, and the ones that play really, really well go out after their junior year. The ones that don't will transfer, uh, so they may have some walk-on, stuff like that. But uh, here's what Coach had to say about the seniors. Well, I think it's an opportunity for us, myself, uh, all the coaches, uh, people at the university, our fans, uh, to actually show um, the appreciation that we all have for – you know, the sacrifices and the investment that these guys have made, you know, in the program for the last four years, sometimes five. And, um, you know, some of them get a lot of positive accolades uh, because they play and they get a lot of positive self-gratification for the positive performance. But there's a lot of them who, you know, are kind of unsung heroes in terms of, 
you know, they work hard every week and they play their games on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday to help the other guys get prepared for the game and don't get a whole lot of recognition. So uh, it is a great opportunity for those guys to get some positive self-gratification for all their efforts. Uh, if you knew, and I guess you can't set this precedent, but if you knew that Will Anderson and Bryce Young weren't coming back, should you honor them on senior day? Um, I now they're so. never going to get a senior day. No, I think that's, I think the transfer portal does that too. Um, it's a shame I, I that the, the fans won't get to recognize these guys in their last home game. Well, I mean, you know, if you, I guess you could ask them. Maybe they say, well, we don't want to talk, make those decisions. So after the season, we'll sit down with coach. And so you may have some guys that coach doesn't think needs to come out, you know, because he, he always says, if you're not going to be a first round pick, then you need to come back. So, but if it's guys like that, you know, they're going to be first round picks and know that they're probably not coming back. I don't know. Maybe you can't do it for one if you're not going to do it for the other. But it's a shame to me that you didn't, you can't really recognize yeah. these guys properly because they'll never have a senior day. Aiden, your thoughts on that before we get to break? I mean, they get a draft night. You know, they get their big ceremonious night. I, I just because you don't just because you don't get a senior day doesn't mean you don't get recognized by the fan base. They've been getting recognized by the fan base the entire time they've been here. Uh they, they get named as a captain almost every game. They get cheered for the loudest when their name gets read off as one of the starters on the Jumbotron, you know. Um and and they get a draft. They're going to be in the first round of the NFL draft. At yeah, I, I don't think the kids care that much. I think it's more for the fans. The fans probably want to be able to kind of show their appreciation for them more than the kids. Probably don't. They don't really care about all that stuff. To be honest, now, Barry, I'm going to tell, tell you what. You, I'm going to tell Barry Aiden what he needs to do on Saturday. Uh, he's looking for tickets, Aiden. So yeah. what he needs to do is to take Mac, the yeah. little six year old, yeah, and have him. Uh, Hold walk up a around, sign. Let's walk around the stadium and, and say hey to everybody and tell them who he is and tell them that he'd be loved and have a tear in his eye <laughs> and and kind of and and say yes sir and and yes ma'am to all the people that are out there and they will say isn't that little kid cute he's so and he wants to go to the game and here's yeah, the problem he, what I got <laughs> all right so I got Jenny wanting to go. Uh, and they Mimi. don't, and, and Mimi, they're all wanting to go. And then Jack, Mimi, he's coming. You better back. get Mimi going. And Jack is coming back down. He's wanting to go. So I really need six. All right. Oh, Here, my Here's heaven. your problem that I can't make them understand. Guys, look, right now, <laughs> the tickets are top dollar. Like, but when it gets close to that game time, I'm talking about. drop down. Yeah. The guy's not going to hold the ticket and not no. get nothing. He wants no. 500 a ticket right now. That guy that wants 500. Yeah. He's not going to put the ticket in Let me tell you how to handle that. Let me tell you how to handle it. You go to the games early with little Mac, and you tell the the other little goobers that want to come to the game to have their cell phone, and you will give them a cell call very quickly. You'll give them a cell phone. Sounds like a lot of work. And then you can call them real quick. And then they, they can park. You'll have that little parking area for them. Cause, cause I don't you, have a parking area. Oh, you don't have no parking area. Tell them to get there the best way they can then. So, uh, but but come on, that now you found some tickets. It's been very difficult, and and talk about how hard it was, and they'll buy all that, and uh, you'll get with with Matt going around there with his hands out and with tear in his eyes. So I have a little 
have a hope a little piece of cardboard that says I've never been to an Alabama game. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, it says, it says I've never been to a game before. Yeah, so if anybody daddy. like really wants to, and so Jenny sends out something. The guy says, "Well, I got a guy. How much you willing to pay?" I'm like, "Oh gosh, you don't ask this early. It's too early." But they don't, li- they don't oh, listen. They no. we got to get the tickets now. Well, they're going to be high dollar right now. Can't tell them nothing. The, the price goes down every day. And on Saturday at two o'clock, the price is going to be at all time. But you got to have some guts, yeah, to do that. And you I said, now we're not going to all sit together. Now that's out. So you better go with the two. Well, and two. you might you might go behind one of those cars and and spank Max where he'll be crying that way. That <laughs> should I put him in an old holy raggedy Alabama yeah, jersey? Sure, yeah, that's what I was yeah, going to say. Maybe dress him up old. like a nineteen fourteen factory worker boy. <laughs> Hey, Dad, Gary just walked in. Oh, Gary, get you some tickets. Gary should be able to get some tickets as long as he's oh. been up. The Gary, you got any all tickets? those ads, all those ads he does. He got a lot of ads. Gary is the guest coach for Coach Saban tomorrow night. He is. Yeah, the guest guest media guy. How come they don't be, ever ask us? Do they don't consider well, us media. Be sure, be sure that I find, I'm glad you told them that, so I won't have to listen. <laughs> Do they not consider you media? Why you not ever get that opportunity? I ain't, no, I ain't nothing no more. I ain't nothing. Um, hey, that's disrespectful to take Gary. Hey, no, 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 Gary's a legit. Gary's good. Gary's got a posse up there. I was in there on Saturday. Gary's got himself a little squad that kind of follows him around. You got him, oh, Ron Gary's, Orr, Ryan yeah, Fowler, Gary's just directing traffic. Rudy Armand just hangs out by the buffet. You heard him say, I don't even go to the Iron Bowl anymore down at all. I just send my crew down there. When you got your own crew, I'll send them down there, and I'll do the do my deal up here. So he's earned it. Gary, how long have you been at WVUA? 25. 25 years. Great. In the morning. 25 years. So... All right, uh, Aiden, we're done, right? That's it for today's show. We're going to double this break up on the back end because Gary be mad. If I take one second of Gary's time, he gets mad. So He can have all my time he wants. We're not here tomorrow, so if you guys want to hear our show tomorrow, just replay the one that we play today, and you can hear all about Lane Kiffin. Uh, we talked to Kevin Skarbinski thoroughly about Lane Kiffin. I say it's going to be done on Friday. Dad says Saturday after the game, and then Dad says he thinks Lane may turn them down. So we got all kind of scenarios there. Uh, and Friday, Aiden, double blue plate. So he tied. I don't care what he says. He tied his blue plate last week. So double the money up on the blue plate with the double blue plate. Do it as a parlay and win big for Christmas. Alabama won tomorrow. Got the uh, loan going on the on the uh, loan sale, the fire sale tomorrow. Earlier you get in, the better your rate. Uh, 7 a.m., the rates are as low as 2.99%. It goes up not quite a point, 3.24 on the auto and the recreational vehicles. Personal loan jumps up to 9.49, up to 60 months on the loans. So to learn more information about all that and get ready, go to www.alabama1. Org. The Gary Harris Show is next, so keep it locked in. You listen to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by Tuscaloosa Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram, and Pearl River Resort. 
from the University of Alabama. This is Crimson Tide Today. It's a daily update on Bama sports and it's brought to you by Dex Imaging, the official copier and printer provider for Alabama athletics. Hello again, everybody. I'm Roger Hoover. As we begin Iron Bowl week, head coach Nick Saban met with the media on Monday. And I think the emphasis has to continue to be on, you know, whenever you're less than perfect in terms of your execution, whether it's fundamental execution, whatever it is, uh, that's when you get exposed. So um, that's why we got to keep coaching our team uh, to get it right on a, on a consistent basis. I'll have more in a moment. You know, you hear a lot of coaches talk about class. You're not born with it, nor can you buy it. In a lot of ways, class is how you carry yourself and how you treat others. At Dex Imaging, they treat everybody with class, from their employees to their customers to their business partners. So if you need a copier and printer company that understands class, then give Dex Imaging a call. Dex Imaging, the official copier and printer provider of Alabama Athletics. Here's more from Coach Saban. This is one of the greatest, you know, rivalry games in college football. You know, most every team in rivalry games, you know, sort of it's a part of their legacy in terms of how how they do in the rivalry game. And this is one of the biggest ones, and it means a lot to a lot of people in our state. It means a lot to, you know, us, our players, and our fans. And we're going to do the best job we can to, you know, get ready for you know, this game. I think Cadillac Williams has done a really, really good job. Um, they've played really well uh, these last three games. You know, they run the ball effectively. Uh, they got a lot of diversity on offense. Uh, the quarterback's a very athletic player. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by Dex Imaging. Crimson Tide Today is a production of the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks on this Tuesday morning. Things moving pretty smoothly on the roadways. If you do see conditions throughout the day that folks need to hear about, just give me a call, 205-886-8886. The Black Friday sales event is underway now at Towns of Nissan. Super deals, discounts, and top dollar on your trade. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. Town Square Media, along with Spiller Furniture and Townsend Nissan, want to see your holiday spirit and lights. Neighborhoods are shining bright this Christmas, thanks to the countless hours it took you to wrap your trees and